Welcome everyone to our third podcast. We're going to be continuing on referee recruitment, retention and support at your affiliate. I'm very happy and lucky to be joined today by Rena Jansen from Northern Suburbs Touch Association. Rena has been involved with touch football for quite a long time. She's been involved as a referee, international referee, uh, referees director and still running around at the park and at different state events. So welcome, Rena. How are you going? I'm good, thanks, Lou. I uh, wanted to focus a little bit in on some of the operations that are happening at Northern Suburbs Touch Association. If you're not sure where Northern Suburbs Touch Association is, it's just on the north side of the Harbour Bridge in Sydney. And Northern Suburbs has been quite strong in referee recruitment for a number of years. I have refereed at Northern Suburbs uh, a few years ago now, and I've always noticed there's been a quite a strong uh, culture at the association when it comes to referees, and there just seems to be new referees always coming through. And what we wanted to do was talk a little bit about what's happened at Northern Suburbs and what you do that makes the association keep ticking along, particularly with the referees. And Rena, are you able to let everyone know just a little bit about the structure at Northern Suburbs uh, previously and what's been happening with the with the competition um, up until probably the start of this year? So we currently run three competitions a year. We've got two adult comps and a junior one. Uh, we run at our time and reserve, like you mentioned. Probably got about 30 adult referees on our books, 30 active referees. Um, you'll make 31. Thanks, Luke. Thank you. When you come back, yes. And I've probably got approximately about 25 junior referees. Now, our club is small, but the way I guess we recruit our referees is that senior referees, they're tasked to keep an eye out for potential referees when we have duties or if they see uh, excited players out on the field contributing to referee decisions. Um, I tend to go out there after a suggestion that there's a keen referee out there and try and recruit them. Probably about 50% of the time I'm quite lucky on that front, but uh, it's more, um, more of a personal touch. I'll grab their name and their email and joke about it, contact them by email and follow up with them the following week or I'll tackle them at at touch football so it's quite a full hands-on <laughs> and you mentioned uh you mentioned the duty referee system uh the way it works at north well the way i remember when i was refereeing down there was if your team is playing at the second time slot you will mm -hmm. be your team will be on duty for the time slot prior and the mm -hmm. time slot after unless they're not required yeah. uh, how long has that been working and how well does that work, having the duty referees? I guess we started that quite a few years ago as our older referees had moved on and we realised there was the space uh, of referees that were needed. So our system, we pushed. It took a couple of years to, to get ticking along, but now the expectation is that they'll always show up to, to do their duty games, if, if so, whether or not there are referees. I know we do have people that rock up and say, well, you've got about, you know, 10 referees there and you know we're not needed and I go well of the 10 referees have you seen Luke he plays at the next time slot sort of make it aware that regardless of how many white shirts are running around we let them know that some of them play some of them have to go home some of them are injured and some of them are just hanging around um, and that they must always come and show up and whenever they do we we say thanks for coming you know it's it's a personal touch thing you're not needed tonight but come back again next time slot. Do you like to pair them up with a referee 
with a badged referee or would you, do you prefer to send them out by themselves? What's the preferred method? Our preferred one is to attach them to a senior referee. That's twofold so that we encourage the, um, the duty referee, if they haven't done it before, to come back so that they're not scared about running out there on their own. Often we'll do get our regular older duty referees and they'll want a referee together. So they agree um, that they'll butcher the game themselves and all the players expect that. So, you know, that's quite fun. But most of the time we do try and uh, link them up with a badged referee. Every now and then we obviously won't have that opportunity. We have no badge referees because they're all at meetings, sick, playing. <laughs> uh, and so then all the players just... They help out and I, I sell it. Look, you know, all you have to do is just count to six. It's really not that bad. You, you can make a mistake. It's fine. They'll yell at you. I make it more personal at it. It's not the be all end all if they come out and do the refereeing. Particularly at the, the social level, yes. getting them out, refereeing, running around. Right. And yes. most players would be aware of the fact that there's a duty referee on the game. So they are, and I say most, there's always most. some hotheads out there, but most of them will re recognize that there's someone out there just having yeah. a go and, and trying to learn how to do yeah. it. Do you, find the approach different with junior referees so bringing juniors on particularly for your junior competition as well yeah my junior referees i guess i have a waiting list and they know i have parents that are generally all kids that are emailing from the previous seasons uh and then it continues on so the word of mouth so our, our junior referees are quite growing at the moment but the way I've structured it is that it's a fun program with hints on helping them play better, uh, that they get to run around and they get to boss people that are either younger than them. They get to learn more about touch and, and we say, look, there's a free barbecue, but you do get paid at the end of the season. I, I make it quite fun. Um, but I do have a waiting list and I don't take on board any, any new referees until they've completed the level one course and are also over the age of 14. I um, communicate with them on a regular basis and all via email. And the expectation is that I get, you know, the, the kids telling me that they can't come to touch because they've got to go to a camp. And, I, and, and that way I can coordinate and organize all the referees on all of their games, you know, two nights before the, the actual the games. If I have them under the age of 14, I find I don't get a lot of responses until the actual hour before the game or even 10 minutes and that drives me batty you mentioned uh you allocate them to games prior you try and do it say two two days prior uh, yeah. with the seniors how do you allocate the games with the senior referees i think for the seniors they're a little bit more self-sufficient so at the prior to the start of the season i'll send out a, a group email asking referees to give me their regular time slots they'll give that to me and i'll put that on a spreadsheet and then I'll, but a week before the actual comp starts, I'll just have it all listed out and who's coming on what night. So whoever hasn't replied has an idea. For those that say, look, they can't commit to a regular night that season, that's fine. I've put a note down. And then we manage the, um, the week to week by, um, by Facebook. If a referee that is sick or unable to come because of, you know, work commitments or anything, it's alerted. And if an, an SOS is needed, it gets boosted out and the Facebook group is a private group so it's only for those that are actively refereeing at Norths. And finals time once finals come comes around um, um, are, you, are you appointing them to games are you sending out appointments for finals yeah. time? Finals appointments they definitely we lock them in because we try and match the referee to the games that they have refereed and to the standard as well and balance our referee strength across the board so you won't have, you know, three inexperienced referees on the one game. You'll have two or maybe one with an experienced. 
so forth. So it's a, and then you've got personalities with the players as well to match. And it's quite good because quite often I've, when I've been playing uh, at North since a few seasons ago, I do notice that you'll have uh, one stronger referee, someone who's a bit more experienced, and then you might have two beginners with them mm. um, just helping out. So you're not throwing anyone to the wolves and you'll have that, uh, that experienced referee there to take control if needed. And it does, uh, it does help, yeah. particularly if my Division 4 game does start to get a little bit heated. <laughs> well, we do have so many referees that want to referee your game, but I think they're just more refereeing in awe of having you on the field. Um, I'm very flattered by that. Having a look at the the way you pay your referees, you mentioned with the juniors, you pay them at the end of the season. Uh, my understanding is you with the seniors, um, it would be the same, uh, paying them at the end of the season, but you've got a, an interesting pay scale. Um, mm. I want to dive in a little bit more into the pay scale at Northern Suburbs? I try and advertise that, you know, as the last point that, yes, we pay the referees. The way I advertise it is more, uh, you know, it's more fun and we have a scale. So what the, the structure is based on, a, on badge levels. So we, you paid more each level you attain or um, we have a bonus game system in place for the games refereed. There's three different levels. The more games, obviously, you do, you know, 35 games, and then you'll get a bonus. You do 34, I'll send an email saying bad luck. Maybe next year you can do 35. I'll um, reimburse all new referees for the courses that they attend. But new referees, when they do the level one, they need to do three games consecutively at the club, and then I'll reimburse their games at the end of the season. And then, obviously, they stay on, and they want to do the level two, and thereafter I um, reimburse them as well, only after they've attained the upgrade. I'll organise the uh, uniform orders. I'll do club gear for the referees as well. And uh, yeah, and, and we've generally got all buddies for all our games, even if it includes a duty referee. So our referees are not shouted at the end of the night. For the senior referees, it's not always about juniors that, um, that attend the tournaments. We try and provide some subsidy to assist with the costs. And our major tournaments, uh, junior and state cup, are almost zero cost for the referees that attend the senior referees. Yeah, excellent. And then if you have a referee, an aspiring referee, maybe just try just to, just attain the level four or going for the level five badge, and they're, they're travelling to um, the NTL, which is in Coffs Harbour. Previously, there was a levy involved with, with attending those tournaments. Were you, were you helping out with those levies as well? We were helping out with those levels. They obviously had to do a certain number of games, and then I had a, a pro rata system in place. The current way it's working, I um, just give, I give each, no, I, I give it as a group um, contribution towards their um, meals and drinks and reimburse them for their petrol going up. Again, we try and advertise that the that's more of a personal um, achievement to go to nationals and to all the other bigger tournaments. Now, there'll be some affiliates and affiliate administrators and other referee directors around the country and potentially in other countries listening into our conversation. If you could bring it down to your top tips to other associations around the country to have a better better recruitment, retention and supporting referees at their association. So looking at just the association level, it might be an association that's just starting. What would your top tips to those associations be 
to help develop the referees? Uh, to recruit, to retain and upskill. So I would probably look at getting people more from within the organisation. I would look to the volunteers and I'll draw from people within the club, look at the older players maybe, or definitely, definitely your keen volunteers, your keen juniors that are coming through and develop them and definitely look after them and just make them club proud. It's the camaraderie that you're trying to build so that they want to come back, that it's not a scary thing to referee. So it's more looking after them, but drawing from within the organisation. Yeah, so really bringing them into the club, making them feel part of that club, and then they'll, they'll stick to it and, and, and give back to that club as well. That's, a, that's some really good points. Mm. My last question for you is, you've been quite a proactive referees director. I know... I'm still on your email list at times and I'll get some emails through and I always have a look at them and see that you, there's always a bit of a personal touch in your, in your emails that you, you'll send out to all the referees at Northern Suburbs. And what would your thoughts be and how important is it that an association has a proactive referees director if they haven't got one? How important is it? So I believe it is important as I'm engaging with the individuals from inception. So I'm engaging with the individual from inception, from the expressions of interest email that I received during the year for either received by website or via Facebook inquiry or emails to coordinating the referees courses, to coming to touch, providing the coaching, and then the regular newsletter emails and that private Facebook group for our, our referees for the instant communication. So, it's just being hands-on from the beginning to the end. You're getting to know the individual, that they're not just a, a referee, but they're actually a person. They're not just a whistle. They're a part of a community, and it's a community of referees, and they feel safe. For an association to also recruit or, or to keep the rest, I believe the club should really have a good committee that is interested in the competition without a specific focus on, on reps, on reps representative players yeah so at Norse we have a, a whole bunch of things that are happening I guess we we try to have a senior referee and we have a system we thank them at the end of the night by a drink you know and then this encourages people to, to hang around at the end of the night to chat and to get to know each other and then from then the friendships are developed I mean you yourself have experienced that by hanging around and meeting new referees as well and and it makes people uh, feel a lot more comfortable to return the following following time anyway but hopefully the the referees will you know grow to a better standard and we're just not clubs aren't just taking people on board because they need referees they they hoping that they actually need uh, to uh, appreciate the referees with, as individuals and have that social aspect too it's just a whole bunch of fun great point and that's a really great point having everyone hang around at the end of the night so well thanks very much Rena. appreciate uh, you taking a bit of time out in your busy schedule, which I've heard so much about. And it's great to, it's great to have a chat about what's happening in Northern Suburbs. Thanks very much for jumping on.